Uh, we're apparently live. Nice. Yeah. That's great. We should get the chat up. Yeah. yeah. How's it going, gentlemen? How's your week been? It's been all right. Long. Getting ready to leave. Oh, yeah. When do you leave? Uh, Monday. Will you be here next week? No, because I no. will be gone Monday to Monday for PAX West, or East, East, rather. Right. <clears throat> So we won't get to hear your impressions on the new console. Nope. And I don't think I'm bringing it with me either, so. Oh, you decided against it? Um, I was on the fence. A bunch of people wanted me to bring it so we could do Bomberman. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, I was like, I don't think I should. Taking a brand new console three days after it's come out on a, on a bunch of flights and in an unfamiliar city. Probably not the smartest idea. And then uh, I was talking with Reese tonight, and she was like, "Yeah, you or I agree with you on this. That does not seem like a smart idea." Yeah, don't. Yeah, but everyone I else was like, "Bring it, bring it. You'll have you'll have so many days to kill. You'll be fine." So, I would I would have brought it personally. I think what I'm going to do is actually just bring an extra controller in case, because I know a couple of people that are bringing switches, so I don't even need to bother. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's even better. You don't even have to worry. Like both the Joy Cons. Or the like the Joy Con. I think that the plural is is Joy Con. It's like moose. It's like singular and plural. Hmm. Except the singular is meese, right? Yes, that's it. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I. It's like Pegasus. What's the What's the plural of Pe- Pegasus? Pegasi is Pegasi. Pegasus is Pegasus is. Yep. Pegasus. But yeah, it comes um, out uh, in two and a half hours in our time zone and three and a half yep. for Sean. Yeah, last pre-Switch podcast. Yeah. But I feel like every, we all we all know what to expect, so we can't really make predictions, but this is the last one before we all, we both have ours, uh, John and I. Mm-hmm. Paul's still holding off, which is probably the smart choice. Yeah, it doesn't seem like that strong a lineup, aside from Zelda. They, okay, this is a thing... I found weird. They keep announcing like stuff that they probably should have just announced a while back. <laughs> like that is coming out. <laughs> like all that indie stuff is real dope to tell people that they're having now. <laughs> but you know, whatever. People that have a Switch, like they had the Switch anyway, so it's no big deal. I don't know, man. In terms of launch lineup, I think this is like the worst. No, uh, I I was reminded on this. The N64 launched with two games. What were they? Mario 64 Pilot and Pilot Wings. Pilot Wings, yeah. I mean, those are two great games. Those are two great games, but the Switch. That's, that's I mean, pretty I don't weak like launch. the Switch. Like it has Zelda, but so does the Wii U. Yeah. So like that one almost doesn't count. But like at least there's gonna be some indie titles that you can buy on the shop too right away. So that's at least more than two games. It, I'm going off a of quantity at this point. Yeah, I think I think you got to go off quality. Like we're talking but, Mario sixty four here. Yeah, but like that's arguably one of like the best N sixty four games. Yeah, but I mean, like you have to keep in mind as well. Like, <clears throat> despite Breath of the Wild also being a Wii U, it still counts. And I think the quality of Breath of the Wild. Oh yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> of course it counts. It's a Zelda game for Christ's sake. <laughs> see that? See, I disagree because I feel like the pr- the premise of the launch lineup is it's like I need this system. Okay. Day one because of these titles. If if that's the way you see it, then yeah, you're right. It doesn't count for you. I mean, I've like I actually do mean it. Zelda's like the one Nintendo IP that I really, really love ever since like I was a kid. 
I probably would have pre-ordered a Switch if I couldn't get it on the Wii U day one. Mm. And from what I'm hearing, this is the greatest Zelda game of all time. Everyone like, is yeah, praising this game like to a disturbing know, degree. We'll I, so I was looking at like the Metacritic. It's at 98. Yeah, they were all or- like 98s, 99s, 97. And it's just and it just brings into question, like, what is the point of the 100 point rating scale? Like what possibly yeah. happened during your 80 hours where it lost a single point? Like, how is that yeah. relevant at all? Yeah, 98 based on 62 critics. The lowest review that Metacritic is showing is a 90. And I think that's just because it's some site that uses 4.5 out of 5. Oh, I see. I'm assuming, or not, not assuming, I, I saw, a, a, I think, a tweet this morning that was like, it's the h- highest rated game since 2008, which I'm not sure which game they're talking about. Uh, GTA 4, if I had to guess based is on GTA time. 4? Okay. Tony Hawk's Pro okay. Skater 2, uh, Ocarina of Time, and GTA 4, I believe, are the three highest rated games otherwise. I initially thought Red Dead, but then I remembered, no, that was like 2010. Or Yeah, it was 10, right? Ten, 9 or 10? I think it was 10. I'm looking it up now, uh-huh. which one it is. Pretty sure it was 10. Because Red Dead's got to be up there too, right? Red Dead, I'm Probably. sure, is pretty highly rated. Um... Oh, maybe I'm wrong. That's weird, I thought. Alright, I'm going to look and see what the hell the highest rated game is. I know Ocarina is the top. Michael in the chat saying GTA 4 is the top Metacritic game three times. Is on the top Metacritic games three times. Okay, and that would be 2008. So that that must Mm -hmm. be the one... They yeah, were okay, to there you the go. Tweet I saw. Ocarina of Time N64 with a 99. 98, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 for PlayStation 1. Grand Theft Auto 4 for PS3. And Breath of the Wild for Switch. So currently, those three games are the top two highest, or the second highest rated game. Has anything come out about the Wii U version yet? I haven't heard a thing. It's supposed yeah, it to be out worse. tomorrow. Okay, but no one was getting it early? Like, it, Metacritic doesn't have anything either? Uh, that's a good question. Let's find out. I don't know, man. All I know is that people that talk about it say, oh, yeah, it runs so much worse. But I'm like, yeah, but like $400, though. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> like, for sure. So I don't know. I'm probably yeah, okay has with no it. No reviews clocked. There's no reviews for the Wii U version. So they must have not sent that oh, one. Oh, man. I could be the first. I'm going to review it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Brother oh, wait, the no, for Wii U, not that there's bad. There's reviews, but they're like, they've got a time lock on them. They're in progress reviews or something. Oh, weird. Huh. But I think I that's, that I think that's probably the Switches <laughs> instead. Well, no, hmm. the Switch reviews can be live. So. I know, which is why I'm really confused. <clears throat> is it Maybe be- there was like an embargo for the Wii U version for whatever reason. I'm wondering that too, like, because obviously if they're going to give it out to critics or whatever they're going to give out the new system with the game because it's the best way to see that or whatever well also they want people to buy the system for that one they don't want people to buy the wii u version sure yeah 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 so they want because because if you hear they're both like great then tons of people are like oh cool so i don't need the switch then i can just because it's still great on the wii u version i mean that's if you have a switch because a whole bunch of people just don't or sorry if you have a wii u a whole bunch of people i know are getting yeah. a switch for the game because they don't have a wii u and that right. I makes mean, sense if you don't have either yeah it's cheaper to get the wii u one 
sure, but You'd probably save like kind 50 of to 100 quote unquote bucks. future pr- yeah. uh, proofing, right? I know, but I'm just saying if, if, if at yeah. this point, if you don't have a Wii U or a Switch, you probably don't care too much about right. what Nintendo's doing. But if you're just like, yeah. I, I need to play the Zelda, that's it. I just want to play Zelda. You know, I've been waiting since Skyward Sword on my Wii. It's yeah. like the cheapest option would be get the Wii U one. Yeah, go on Craigslist and get one of those back alley deals for a Wii U for like 20 bucks or something. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, John, are you going out midnight? I think you said you were, right? The store's not doing it. Only two stores in Calgary oh. are doing midnight launches. Oh, which ones? Because, yeah. Chinook, I, yeah, sh- okay. Chinook and Sunridge. Chinook. Have you been to Chinook lately? Yeah. It like when I was there over Christmas, it got revamped to like GameStop Extreme or something. I don't think I've been in there in months. Like, are they yeah, in a, are they in a different by. spot? Are they still by the Cinnamon Bun place? They're a different spot. They're where... I think it used to be called Garage. Oh, my God. So, you God. know how it was on the top... It was on top floor, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, if you go if you go from where it used to be across and then further south in the little corner of that top ring. Weird. Yeah, no, That's I, where it I, is now. I haven't been and, there since they moved. And it's called, like, GameStop X or something. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I was there because I had to go there to get Neo because the other EB or whatever the hell I went to didn't have it. And I was in that area anyway. It's big. They have a lot of toys. So it's way bigger now? It's about probably two stores like wide. Got to put your got to put your Funko Pops somewhere. See, that's the thing. Like, yeah, like uh, Chinook store, while it looked nice, it was like one of the smallest EBs. Oh, was it? And so I think. Even with the oh. revamp, like size, yeah, it did. was pretty small. It was pretty small. So I think they kind of needed it, especially for how high volume that store is. From my roll up the rim, there you go. That's my day. What's the other one that's um, doing the launch? Sunridge. Sunridge. Okay. Basically, the two biggest malls in Calgary. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm. I ordered my online as a few hours ago. It had arrived in Oakland. Which okay. Is close, but it's yeah. not me. This a bunch is... of people down here who ordered from Best Buy were getting it on Thursday. I was seeing on Twitter. Really? Interesting. Yeah, so I was hoping I was one of those people. Um, Obviously, no, mine's, you weren't. Uh, mine's still been in Oakland since four o'clock this afternoon. I should be getting it tomorrow. Okay. I don't know. Cool, man. Yeah, I'm gonna get a whole bunch of packages tomorrow. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I did not decide to order my system through Amazon because it looks like it's not going to be here till Monday, and I leave Monday. So, yeah, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, we've got someone cast. That would, be, that would suck. Least, just so. sitting there all weekend, knowing you can't have it. Yeah, I mean, at that point, I'd probably go out to a store. From what people uh, are saying, it's just... it's going to be obtainable, which is surprising. Yeah, because Nintendo. So. Well, surprising because the mini NES still basically isn't. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, there's, this is there's rumors that's already been discontinued. So there's rumors that's like yeah, I remember seeing those it. rumors, but not, not, it was never confirmed. Right. So I didn't pick one up because I was like, I, you know, I still have no reason to buy this thing. Sure. Anyway, let's uh let's do a podcast about stuff that's already out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's do the top down perspective. Okay. <clears throat> uh, for March second. Mm-hmm. switch eve yeah yeah john's here paul's here sean's here Yo. yeah we made it um yeah uh paul why don't you talk about what you've been playing because you've been playing the hot new title 
I have been playing the hot new title. Uh, so Fire Emblem Awakening, right? I actually it's super good, right? <laughs> Still it is. real good? Yeah, so I just want to give an update as to what okay, happened there. Cool. I restarted it because I'm like, no, I want that healer. Like I want to, yeah. uh, I want that healer. Smart move. So I restarted. Yo, that game's easy when you can heal. <laughs> Holy shit! That's a, <laughs> that game. That's a different game, man. I can't <laughs> that's a believe whole it. different game. <laughs> like I could put my, I can't remember like what his designation is, like Grand Knight or whatever, Frederick. I can Frederick, just like yeah. put him up front with like another knight dude and. Is like, Frederick have like, a healer you, behind them? Is he and overpowered at the beginning? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Don't don't rely on him too much. Focus on bringing everyone yeah, make, else. Up. Make sure you level up your other characters. No, he's my yeah. wall basically. Like he's there for um, keeping my squishies safe. Essentially, just make sure you're upgrading the squishies because it's and they do yeah. it in every fire emblem. They give you like an already like upgraded super good person, dude. and yeah. it's really tempting to just like mow everyone down with him but it'll be so much better if you can power everyone else up because they'll yeah yeah it'll be way better in the long run yeah i realized also um i wasn't using my first mage i think muriel is her name or whatever in that game i wasn't using her enough in my first playthrough so she was kind of weak and i've been using her more now and she's just like one-shotting some fools using her i (laughs) barely used her in my party because you, you know start, what? You start getting fair. characters real fast in that game. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you start getting a lot of characters, and I was just like, oh, maybe it's okay if some of these die because I'm just using like no. certain ones. It'll, it's not okay. It'll make no. more sense later on. It'll make more oh, sense sure. later on. When you don't, I'm don't sure. Don't kill well, anyone. Well, I'm not anyone dies, killing anyone. The level. Well, we haven't had to do that yet. I had like in my first game, I did have a few deaths, and I just kept going, but. This time, now that I know what to expect, I haven't had any losses yet. So, fingers crossed. Um, Have you caught up to where you were? Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. No, no, I'm one before. I'm like... Oh, it's hard to explain. I think it's like chapter five or something. There's a... It's like you meet another healer at this point, but like she's off to the side a little bit with another mage. And like... There's the fucking wyvern knights that come down from the top, and oh yeah, Henry there's a bunch and of, the other girl. Yeah, yeah, it's it was rough, but now with like a healer and now another healer, it's so much more doable. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like it's not nearly as bad. So yeah, it's been going okay. That's my update for that. Um, I want to talk about Hollow Knight. Do either of you know what Hollow Knight is? No. Okay. Hollow Knight is a game by a company called Team Cherry. It is a Metroidvania style game, more in the style of like a Castlevania than a Metroid with like the knockback and the weapon. Like, what's the term for it? When you like Castlevania, Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, yeah. That sort of thing. No, no. I can't remember the name of it where there's like some dead blaster. Yeah, where there's like a little bit of dead time when you like push the button and you swing and do damage or whatever. It's more like the Castlevania style where there's like a wind oh. up sort of thing. Okay. And if you get hit, you take a li- you take damage and you get like hit back a little bit. So um, it's really good. Like it's probably not Ori good to me, but it's 
maybe number okay. two. It's one of the best Metroidvania games I've played in a very, very long time. Uh, what about Shadow Complex? It's I like it way better than Shadow Complex. Whoa. Oh, wow. I love Shadow Complex. Shadow Complex is good, but I like this style better. So, okay. um, It's... You play, like, the corpse or husk or something of a beetle. You play a beetle, and you're going to this, like, old dead bud kingdom, and you're trying to, like, find out what's going on. Like, the story's kind of slowly developing as I find more and more things and more and more people in these, like, ruins and stuff down in the earth. But it's just really beautiful. Like, it's hard to really say why. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm looking at yeah. it now. This looks real nice. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, the fact that it plays well is probably more important to me, but the fact that they do both is really nice. That's kind of what I liked about Ori. I still think Ori probably looks better, but I really, really like I the I think Ori anime. looks better, too. You know what this mm -hmm. art style reminds me of? What? Uh, a boy and his, and his blob. Sure. Where it's like super detailed backgrounds and then like a really flat character. Sure, yeah. So as far as I know, the they actually built this game in 3D so that they could have the like backgrounds that like look that good it you'd probably have to watch a video to really understand because screenshots when i it was coming out didn't really do it for me it wasn't until i was playing the game and saw the like <laughs> the cat yep <laughs> Um, oh, you're, you're talking like a parallax effect. Where yeah, like it's a like different layers of the background. right, but it's like a 3D parallax effect in the game where it yeah, has yeah. like um like dust effects, particle effects, and like smoke and stuff like that. It's really really nice looking. Uh, it plays the standard Metroidvania game that you like will see something that you obviously can't reach, and then you'll get a power up or an ability to later be able to come back and get whatever you were missing or like yeah it's pretty standard gameplay wise i just think it looks really cool it has kind of like a dark soulsy feel to it because when you die you drop your like body or soul or whatever and to get your currency back like your money you have to go to where you died and fight your like specter of yourself to get it back Otherwise, if you die again after before you're able to do that, you just lose how much money you had. So it has that kind of like souls thing going on for it, because cool. that's just kind of the way video games do difficulty now. But whatever. Um, I think the worst thing about the game, which can be a glaring fault at times, is it doesn't do verticality very well. I don't feel like a lot of the levels were built going from the top down like platforming wise i think they were built more like when they were doing the design of like a board or whatever you want to call it when you go into like a room they would start it from the bottom and then do the platforming up to make sure that you're always able to get back up easily but this leads to a lot of blind jumps and leap of faiths that i'm not really too keen on especially since there's so many insta-death pits in some parts and it's very vertical game because you are a bug going down into a bug kingdom, like into the earth. So it's kind of a glaring problem to me. But you get upgrades on how you move later on, like a double jump and a dash in the air and that sort of thing, which kind of mitigates it a little bit. But it doesn't really take away from the fact that there's that problem, like always there. Otherwise, 
The music's amazing. The art style is absolutely fabulous. It's a $15 game, so if you're one of these people that can't afford the new games right now, like Horizon or um, Breath of the Wild or a Switch or any of that stuff, this is a great little $15 game you could try out. Nice little Metroidvania for you. I highly, highly recommend it. Cool. Yep. Uh, other than that, I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. That's all I'm to hear about. Mine showed up in the mail today. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking amazing. It that's is, what I've been hearing. It is legitimately probably one of the best games that's going to be released this year. And nice. I, it's way more Mass Effect than I thought it would be. <laughs> really? Not, what? I haven't heard that from anyone, but that's exciting. It's way in more way. Mass Effect because there's like, a lot of like, way. first of all, the story is like slowly building, but like you're a character that has a certain past or whatever. I won't get into story stuff specifically. At some point, you get like upgraded in your stature in life, almost like becoming a specter sort of thing. Okay. And then you have the like wheel that to like talk to people and like you can give answers based on like if you're feeling like fighty or whatever, like if you're being mean or whatever, if you're kind of like witty or sarcastic or if you're like speaking from your but heart. But does it actually track like if you're being bad and stuff? Uh, so far, the only thing that like really has tracked is that you're getting picked on as a kid and you get to choose like what you do with this rock. If you want to like yeah. throw it at, a, at the kid's head, at the kid's like hand to disarm him from his rock he's about to throw at you or like something else. And it did track that, that later on, like, she comments about, like, making him look like a fool or whatever by, like, disarming him, blah, blah, blah. So it seems like it's all just dialogue stuff that doesn't matter, but it gives the feeling that, like, you're kind of building this story a little bit, even though it's very directed so far from what I've seen. Um, it's hard to not just talk about how beautiful it is, like... It's, I've also heard it's like one of the best looking games. It's a super, super good looking game. I think. And you're not playing the, on a pro, right? Just standard PlayStation 4? Yeah, I haven't really had any hiccups yet in uh, the game. Nice. That's and, good because I have a standard, so happy yeah. to hear that. Yeah, like I'm sure there have been like actual frame rate dips from like 60 to like 50 or something that's negligible. But like nothing big doesn't chug along looks pretty well optimized for the system um there's been so many moments that are just like remind me of things i like kind of like a weird jurassic park moment at one part there's like the game feels just like mass effect it plays like a far cry like it is just a perfect like accumulation of all these things i really really like put together and I'm super, super stoked. Like, honestly, if you were just like, oh, I'm going to get my Switch or whatever, we're canceling the podcast, I would have been like, yeah, that's fine, because I was playing Horizon, like, before <laughs> we started doing this. Um, worst part about it is probably that it has the Uncanny Valley thing where the faces look weird at some points, and the, like, mouth animations are really weird if you're paying attention oh, to it. That, I've actually heard that. The, like, yeah. lip syncing is, like, weird and, like, broken. I've only found it's good with one specific character, 
but like the main characters it's real broken and dumb looking so okay it's kind of funny but you know it takes you out of it a little bit kind of like how mass effect did when you first played that and the lips were kind of weird or he would make a weird face at the end like a conversation wheel thing or whatnot but yeah it's um it's hard to talk about without wanting to talk how, about specific the things. The combat. Okay. All the stuff with the arrows and shooting bows and stuff is very good. You get upgrades. There's like traps, right? There's traps. Yeah. You get upgrades that you can like be better at whatever type of weaponry you use more. So like right now, one of the first things you can get is you slow down time a little bit when you're aiming with your bow or like you'll do silent kills when jumping from above like a ledge onto somebody instantly that sort of thing or like you can get more scavenge from like killing things so you can craft more items quickly so all of that's fine and daddy uh the spear combat feels a little bit like it's lacking something to be desired it feels almost like they're trying to go for like, it's hard to just n- not bring this up, but, like, Demon Souls and Dark Souls kind of changed the way video game melee works in that a lot of games now have a long wind-up time when you're doing, like, two-handed attacks, and this game is no different. So when you're using the spear, you have kind of a quick attack that has less of a wind-up time that you're supposed to kind of use to stun your enemy a little bit and then wind up for, like, a big heavy attack but it feels a little clunky at times because it does this like auto lock on and that could be pretty shitty when you're fighting more than one thing in proximity because you're just kind of jumping around all weird. Um, okay. I definitely, but is it like something that like, cause you haven't like leveled up enough. Like, is it going to be, I've left, I've leveled up my the correct skill points or something. Maybe like, I'm wondering if maybe there's something where I could choose what target I want to focus on or something down the line but right now it just kind of feels unwieldy i've been upgrading the spear stuff specifically because i want it to feel better because the bow and arrow already feels fine so like i haven't had to need i haven't really needed to upgrade that um yeah it's the same type of thing i loved about enslaved journey to the west was it or east west yeah west yeah west that like really lush environments and like really nice and colorful but then just weird machinery that's like stomping around along with animals and tribes people and different peoples in different areas of this land that like dress differently different cultures and obviously something that's like going on specifically with your character and yeah yeah Again, hard to talk I'm about. Excited. It's hard to talk about certain stuff without just like accidentally spoiling something because, man, that game starts on a bummer note. <laughs> Holy mm-hmm. shit. But it sucks because it was Monday and I was like, oh, yeah, uh, Horizon's coming out. And for some reason I had yeah. it in my head. It was also the third. Like, I just thought, oh, everything's coming out on the third. And so I was just looking <laughs> yeah. at a new release list and I was like, oh, no, crap. It's tomorrow. It's Tuesday. Yeah. So I was like, better, better order this. So, you know, I get the Amazon order. Um, and then for whatever reason, instead of getting my two days, it gave me three days shipping. So I only got it today. Uh, and I haven't, and it was like installing all the evening. 
Yeah. So I'm really excited to play it just in time for my Switch to show up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it, I, you can't help but feel like they just kind of threw this one to the wolves. I, you know, I'm sure it's, um, uh, what's the, the financial quarter? I bet that's the main reason. Yeah. Right? Probably. Yeah. Um, I was actually having a conversation with somebody over Twitter on this just tonight. Like, no matter when Nintendo decides to release something, they're kind of like Blizzard. They could say whatever date this year when they were releasing the Switch and Zelda, anything that was else that was coming out that week is getting overshadowed, probably. So yeah, it just yeah. happened to be, unfortunately, the week that this cool new IP that's trying to merge like all these good ideas into a very well polished product came out. Like instead of just some bullshit that Ubisoft usually puts out, like if this was Far Cry Primal. Yeah, fine, whatever. It's another Far Cry game. People know if they want it, but like Zelda's over here, so we can ignore Far Cry for now. This is like a cool new thing, and Zelda's over here, so we're all going to look over here now, and it's really a bummer. But Right. To, uh, to be fair, though, Horizon's getting so much good press, I have a feeling it it's going to sell just fine. It Yeah, it deserves it. Like... I've been super stoked about this game since they show teasers and stuff for it because I just need to know what's going on with this world. And the more I learn about it, I just want to keep playing it. Like it is, I'm not a huge fan of open world games either, but I want to know more about this world and the whole like adding in the conversations that you can find out more about this environment the way they did Mass Effect honestly feels like this is basically just another Mass Effect. And it actually makes me super excited for Andromeda as well now. Because I really like this style of game. John, are you gonna are you looking to play this game? Yeah, but with Zelda coming out, it's like I might just prioritize Zelda first. Okay. This I might, hear they're both very long. Yeah. This might be a pick up at a later date mm-hmm. kind of game. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well yeah, I I'm gonna play it. I have no idea when I'm gonna play it, actually. I have literally no idea. Yeah. Not enough not enough time in the day. Yeah. I um anything else? Yeah, this um, Horizon kind of got fucked up for me, too, because of Amazon. Amazon Canada is the worst, so that's real shitty. Uh, I was supposed to get a day of... Do you guys get the discount, though? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's pretty great. Is it? Because I still don't have that one. This Horizon, I went to a store and bought because UPS lost the other one. Nice. Yeah, crazy. They said, but is that, that Amazon's fault or UPS? It's, fault? it's Amazon's fault for using UPS <laughs> because everybody knows UPS is the worst. It's the worst, probably. I've never used FedEx. I've had the most problems with Purelater. They keep I've thinking never my address had a... doesn't exist. I've had Purelater <laughs> drop off multiple packages <laughs> at some other address, and they're just like, "Yeah, we don't know where." See, it is. that's really bad. Yeah, that's really bad. I've never used FedEx. Um, I've never had a problem with Purelater. This is the third time UPS has fucked over something for me. And I'm just mad now because they did the thing where it's like, we tried to deliver to you, but you can go to the UPS store to pick up now. I was like, fine, cool. I'll get it a day late, but like, I'll get it before work. I called the UPS store. No, we don't have it. We don't know where it is. Like, oh, okay, great. I guess I'm going to EB Games after work to pick this fucking game up because nobody knows where my thing is (laughs) that I paid money for. (laughs) So, yeah, we're 
we're having a little bit of a battle now. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, yeah, if you've ever ordered well, anything. My Amazon's good. My UPS is fine. Knock on wood. Of course it in is. The States. Yep, it yep. is. And uh, on another and, note, yeah. I got my package of random pop figures and the whole Resident Evil series movies on Blu-ray. No problem, because I ordered those from Amazon.com instead of Amazon.ca, <laughs> and it showed up right at the doorstep. No problems. It was there tonight when I got home. So the man I'm, even waited for you and gave you a hug. I'm <laughs> fucking furious. I'm so mad that I have like a game just like out there somewhere. John, do you have Horizon yet? No, I haven't it up yet. I will sell you my copy for the discount that I paid for it, since I have two if you want it. Works for me. There you go. Look at that. There you go. <laughs> Making deals on TDP. Yeah, that's John, all have I you done. been playing stuff this week? Yep. Uh, last night we ended up beating one game, so I beat Tailspin for the NES made by Capcom. Oh, you fly man. A little, you fly a little tiny plane, and you shoot at, at Sky Pirates. Yeah. It, it's, it's a weirdly difficult game for the fact that it's an on-rail shooter where you can hit the A button and just start flying the other way, and then the screen starts scrolling the opposite way. Okay. But you can't hold up or down while you do it. Otherwise, it okay. won't switch, which is really weird when you have to be dodging bullets. Hmm. So okay. it's a game that semi-punishes you for dodging if you want to need to switch around. So I had a bunch of deaths early on that were just like me scrambling, trying to figure out why he wouldn't let me flip my plane around and I got crushed or pulled off screen. I never played this game before. It looks nice, though. I like it's, it. Yeah, once you get past, once you figure out the control scheme, it's pretty good. Uh, it's a little weird because you start the game with only three heart pieces and you can only shoot one bullet at a time. Okay. So you have to wait for the bullet to go off screen or hit something before you can fire again. <clears throat> But then, like, you pick up cargo and money along the way, and then you can buy upgrades for your, your airplane. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. It's actually pretty fun. Uh, I recommend it. Otherwise, I played a brand new release this week, River City Ransom Underground. This was a oh, Kickstarter man. game a couple years ago that just came out, done by a developer in Canada, uh, Contest Creative, I think is what it was called. Okay. And, uh, hmm... There's oh, some real no. good ideas. There's some real good ideas in there, but uh, they got to patch out some stuff first. Apparently, right now the online uh, is busted, and I don't mean in like unplayable. You can play the online just fine, but okay. you don't save your character's progress unless you're the host. Oh, That's so the there's no point in ever playing with anybody until like, they they said they're gonna patch it. Unless they, you're they hosting confirmed it, confirmed right. they will patch that so everyone can actually get progress. Okay. Uh, there's also random bugs, too. I think one group of people I know, they changed their character's color at some point, and then they lost all their levels and upgrades they bought only by changing their color, not their actual character. Hmm. Which, Is this game fully out, or are you getting like an early it, access it's, copy? It's fully out. You... It officially came out okay. Tuesday, I believe. Okay. Right. Or it might have been Monday. I don't know. Either way, it's been out for a bit. Because um, you you backed it, right? Yeah, I backed it. Yeah, so I was wondering, maybe they sent out like early stuff to backers. Or uh, backers, as far as I'm aware of, they like they had beta access, but the actual full game went out the same day it went on right. Steam. Okay. So like the thing is, like hmm. it's four player co op. Like it's there's it's good. It's got River City Ransom. It's got some bad ideas to it though. Like it 
it feels different than the original Rivercy Ransom, which is not surprising based on how crazy they wanted the combos to be. Uh, your character starts like woefully underpowered. Like you're missing tons of moves, so it feels a little stiff. Hmm. But uh, once you finally get the money to upgrade, it feels real smooth. Like uh, I'm playing as a break dancer right now, and her moves now that I've got more combos feel like really smooth and fluid, and I just feel like I'm chaining people together, and it just feels really satisfying to play. But the beginning was really rough. It was just so hard to earn any money at all to buy any upgrades. The game, for some reason, takes you away from the cheap upgrades that'll help you get powered up and sends you towards a more expensive area at first, which makes no sense. There's just a bunch of things that seem like they're just like trying to take away from it at first, and then once you uh, figure out the right way to like start the game proper... Uh, it starts going a little better. There's a one terrible mechanic that I can't believe they put in. There's a wanted level. If okay. you if, <laughs> if you accidentally uh, vandalize anything, so if you hit like uh, uh, if you hit like a civilian, if you hit a uh, parking meter, just like any stuff like that, if you start doing bad stuff, then the cops will show up because storyline wise, the cops are looking for you right now. And uh, okay. you'll just you'll just on top of all the enemies on screen, you'll just have like a bunch of cops chasing you as well. That's... You d- you don't get any money from beating them up, and they will chase you and respawn on every screen until you fi- go to a hideout. That sounds super annoying. That's... Yeah, it's that's wow. a weird decision that I'm super not a fan of. That's a bad decision. <laughs> it's really not good is. at all. <laughs> okay. Uh, other than that, um, like I said. It's really weird that there's like no stores to buy any upgrades or anything like that or any items for your inventory okay. for quite a while. Because the first shops you find are a shop to adopt cats, okay, and yep. which gives you no upgrades as far as I can tell. And uh, that's a mistake. A, by sho- the way. a shop to buy new moves, which requires okay. you to be a specific level before you can buy them. Hmm. Yeah, and you don't also start with money like you did in the NES River City Ransom, which also makes it a little rough. Because like most of the moves are around 20 30 bucks, and the NES one you started with uh, with 20 bucks, But in this one, I think you either start with 5 or nothing. I don't remember. But the idea is by the time you get to the dojo, you should have enough for at least one move. Uh, huh. The weird thing is like... What's, it's, what's better, this or Scott Pilgrim? Scott Pilgrim. Okay. Scott but Pilgrim is top tier, though, when we're Scott talking about Pi- this type of game. So here's the thing. Like, if they patch and tweak a couple things with this game, I would actually change my mind on that. Interesting. Okay. okay. Is that because of nostalgia, though? At all? Um, no, because honestly, it doesn't really play okay. like River City Ransom anymore. Oh. oh. Like, <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, if, if you want me to be real, uh, like, the physics are different. The combat is different. There's, like, it's... You have your punch, you hit kick, you can grapple, you can uh, use special moves. Um, like certain characters can dash in midair, you can air combo and air juggle characters, and you get achievements for that. That uh, sounds dope. Yeah. You can, uh, let me here. there's like eight enemies on screen at a time usually, and it more show up depending on how many players you have. It has up to four player co-op. Um, there's unlockable characters while you're playing the game. I've like I think I have six or eight characters currently available to me. And you can switch on the fly. The problem is the levels don't carry over. So if I switch from right. my breakdancer to someone else, I'm back to level one. But I mean, I just, that's fair enough, I think. 
that's like Scott that, Pilgrim. That does make sense. Thing. That does make sense that you sure. can just switch and you're you're back to like your default difficulty. Although you're later on in the story. My my gripe is right. like, so if you've played the original Ruby City Ransom, you know the way that game lays out from left to right. Um, they put the the cheap easy stores to get you your items and stuff like at the beginning, and then you would just sure. keep going on from there. This game basically starts you location wise in the middle of River City Ransom, like map wise. So to your left would be all the cheap shops that you would have encountered in the first game. But the game doesn't let you go that way until you've accomplished a couple missions and all the missions keep sending you to the right. So all you do is just keep walking past expensive shops that you can't do anything with. You'll get overwhelmed because <sighs> you don't have you. much in the way of combo, uh, of combos for fighting back because you can't buy upgrade. It's just, it's weird. Like, so get you excited for what's to come. The balance seems off. That's a bad way to off, do it, like, though. It's like a bad starting balance, but like after I figured out what they wanted and how to like go about it, it just started clicking better. Hmm. The real, the only real bummer at this point is uh, the online. But apparently, like the local like multiplayer is real good. I, I'm so conflicted. <laughs> the first day I played it, I'm like. Ugh. The second day I played it, I'm like, I'm feeling this a bit more now. I have a feeling like the more time I spend with it, the more I'll be into it. But the start was really rough. But And without being able to play this online with friends, which was another thing I was excited about, it's also a bummer. But once they fix that, yeah. that that'll that'll change. So do you plan to like keep playing it or are you going to wait for some patches? Uh, I'm going to keep playing it solo and then maybe once the patch comes out. I'm sure by the time I beat it single player, like the patch will be out for multiplayer. So then it's like, all right, I'll yeah. use a new character. And just play with a bunch of people online. Okay. Sure. Makes sense. Yeah, that's all I played. Sean, what about you? Right. I know you've been doing some shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I finished up Dual Destinies. Just wanted to say that. Great. Nice. It actually, I said on a previous podcast that it had six episodes. It only has five. Uh, whoever mentioned the sixth was including the DLC. Ah, uh, uh, okay. Uh, which I'll probably pick up at some point. Um... Because it's weird riding the train without an Ace Attorney game now. Yeah. Because uh, I've been going back to back with those things, and now I'm just like, what do I do? What? There's a whole... I have all these other games, <laughs> yeah. but they're not Ace Attorney. <laughs> right. It just feels weird. Like, there's there's something missing there. So I'll probably pick up the DLC at some point. Sure. And I need that other one to come to iOS, please. Um, apart from that, uh, I went to GDC today. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that was that was pretty fun, and I played a whole bunch of games that aren't out yet for a little bit. Okay, uh, I'll just I'll just go in the order that I played them. So the first one was called Robo Recall. Okay, this is from Epic. Uh, this was an Oculus game that uses the uh, touch controllers. This is the first time I had used the touch controllers, so that was, that was one of the reasons I really wanted to play this one. And this was probably the fa- my favorite game that I played there. It oh, was wow. like, yeah, it was super cool. <clears throat> so you're you, all these robots are coming at you and you're fighting them and you can grab g- you have two pistols at your hips so all you have to do is bring your hands down and press the like a uh, there's like two trigger buttons in the back and you press the bottom ones to grab a new set of guns and it the reload is like reaper from overwatch where you just let go of your guns and grab two new mm, ones great. You 20 bullets in each one again okay that's so you're good. going nuts with that and then about halfway through the demo they're like hey we've added more guns to your back so now if you reach behind your back over your shoulders you get two shotguns oh nice. man and you can you can use all four of them at any any moment so i was using like a pistol in one hand because it could shoot a whole bunch and then if anyone got close to me 
I'd have a, a shotgun ready for them. So what you're saying is you so that, get to be Reaper, which is why you're so excited right now. <laughs> it was pre- it was pretty cool, like because I was moving around and it got to the point where I just like I wasn't even looking because I knew there was an enemy this way. So I'm shooting one way while looking the other way and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You can also when you drop your guns because they'll shoot at you, you can catch their bullets and throw them back at them. That's which great. Was pretty cool. <laughs> okay. So there's a little bit of, I guess, super hot in there because, you know, the bullets will come at you pretty slow. OK. Uh, all the robots as well have these like white circles on their joints and anything with a white circle you can grab. So you could grab a robot if it got close enough to you and rip it apart. Okay. You can do stuff like rip its arm off and then bash it with its arm, which was pretty cool. Um, and yeah, it was kind of just like a challenge mode where all these robots were coming at you and you, you, you moved around by the little teleport function. So you would have to hold up on the analog stick to activate where you want to teleport. And then you would um, rotate the analog stick to be which direction you're facing. So the boss of the stage was like this big robot that had like a laser cannon. And he would like start to power up his laser cannon and start to sweep towards you. And then you had to like teleport to the other side so that you didn't get hit. And it had weak spots and they would be on the back. So you had to like teleport behind and make sure you like were facing 180 degrees once you've teleported. And then at the end you get to jump on the robot and like rip its panel off and control the big mech robot. So you get the laser cannon and then they send all of these, like a ton of robots at you and you're just wiping them out. It was, it was really cool. I had a, I had a lot of fun with that. Um, so that's by Epic. So I guess if anyone has an Oculus in touch, uh, look for that. That sounds really good. <laughs> it was a, lo- it was a lot of fun. Like it just gets kind of so like frenetic and frantic. You're just like pulling guns from your back and your hips and you're grabbing, bullets out of the air and you're ripping robots off or you're taking your gun or just throwing it at other robots there's definitely like a i could see getting into a rhythm if you spent more time with it for sure uh after that i played super giants pyre yeah um, okay for those who don't remember super giant they did transistor and bastion so right. pyre is their weird like sport game sports game yeah. coming out so it looks uh, cool. i kind of it does look cool i so I played the demo. I kind of skimmed through the beginning uh, dialogue because I want to save that for when I can like sit down and, yeah. re- and really of appreciate course. it. So I just wanted to get to the sport thing. And it's weird. Like, I still don't fully get how to play that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but you have like three characters and they're different. Like, like you have a big character who moves slow but can attack really far and wide. Yeah. And you have faster characters that can attack very narrow. So the way it works is, at least in this demo, it was three on three. You bas- you each had the same units. So like one big guy, one medium guy, one small guy. And if you don't have the ball, each character has like this circle around them. And if you touch an, an opponent, like if, a, if an opponent enters your circle, they get destroyed. And then that character's on like a cooldown before they respawn. If you pick up the ball, you lose the circle around you. So you got to be careful and you got to pass the ball between your characters because they're going to start coming to try and touch you. Right. Um, also, if you don't have the ball, you can shoot this like blast out. And if it touches an enemy, that person gets destroyed. Uh, but again, you can't do that if you have the ball. So it's a lot of like, I'm going to throw you the ball so that I can do a blast and stuff like that. Or I'm going to clear them out and then I'm going to grab the ball and then I'm going to try and sprint. But there's a stamina meter. And it's all about getting past the other enemies, and there's like a there's like a flame on each side, and you just have to run into the flame, yeah. which will kill your character, but it lowers their like 
they start at like a hundred and it, it lowers it a bit and you need to get them to zero. Right. Um, and yeah, I, I started getting a little confused of like, when, when can I attack versus, cause you can't attack with the ball. Um, but you're controlling the character who has the ball. So it was, it was kind of hard to like take them out while I had the ball. Often I had to just kind of like throw it on the ground and try and wipe them out and then rush. So I didn't, I didn't fully get it, but I was kind of going fast with the tutorial because you know, there was people online and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so it's still weird immediately. Like there it's super giant. So the world building and like the lore they're setting up is already top notch. Yeah. And that world just seems super interesting in you know the five minutes I spent kind sure. of skimming through the the intro, which Supergiant's just known for that. Like ten minutes in, there's already like a huge backstory going on. You know, some shit went down. Um, that worries so me a little bit. If you're looking though, for that great, because you don't like that. You said no. I love that, but it worries oh, okay. me that the way you're talking, I don't know that they can pull off mechanics this intricate. <laughs> no i you know i i i think it's just there's a strong learning curve okay I, i'm a, that's that's what i came out of it from okay um i hope I, you're right i feel like yeah no the, the, the what i'm picking up and again i only played the one tutorial match is you if you get good at that it's gonna be it'll be fun like okay you're gonna get you're gonna get once you get fluid with it you're gonna be able to do some cool stuff okay um Hopefully there's like some cool skill trees where you can swap out characters. I'm not sure. Like it was uh, yeah. just a short demo and I didn't even play the full demo. Gotcha. <clears throat> okay. I hope you're right. Um, but game still, the art looks great and the storytelling and the, uh, and the dialogues there. So if, if you're looking for that world building from super giant, this definitely has it. Cool. Uh, then I played rhyme, uh, which is like a 3d puzzle platformer. Not so much on the platforming. Um, okay, but uh, I don't know who who's made the, who's making this, but it's it looks like a kind of like a budget. Uh, the witness in certain terms of art style, it doesn't look as good as the witness, but it's very similar aesthetics to that. Oh, it's Tequila Works making it. They did Deadlight. Okay, what? Okay, Deadlight <laughs> is the like so, post-apocalyptic zombie version of uh, Shadow Complex, essentially that type of game, two point five D like. Oh. Interesting. Okay. Thing. It wasn't very yeah, I great. Never played that one. <laughs> rhyme looks cool. Rhyme. Rhyme seems fun. Uh, again, if you like puzzle platformers, so it was a lot of like scaling walls, uh, pulling blocks into the right position so that I could move along, figuring out you know how do I activate this door, stuff like that. Um, it seems to have a cool presentation. Uh, it was it was kind of a short demo, so I didn't get a ton out of that, but uh, I, I okay. thought I thought rhyme seemed kind of cool. <clears throat> okay cool uh then i played some ukulele yeah and uh, ukulele is a delight good that that game is (laughs) is everything you want you're jumping on guys you're 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 double jumping there there's you're trying to collect all the gold feathers and there's like little like challenges inside of the level got to make it through all the rings uh it's it is basically exactly what you want that game to be uh, so if you're if you're if you were looking forward to ukulele, like get excited because I I, okay. I only played about five ten minutes of it, but I feel like that game is delivered. At, at least the level I played, the little ice level. The and, and it's like it's just super adorable as well. All the enemies are these like bouncing eyeballs that will just like possess like a barrel, and now you got to fight a barrel. 
uh, and you have a spin attack, or the bat will do like a sonic blast attack. Um, you can run really fast if you hold down the right trigger. He'll just start doing uh, like somersaults, and you'll just like spin around, and you can move real fast that way. So re- really good movement. You're gliding with the bat. I thought the camera seemed kind of shitty. Okay. So hopefully the camera gets a bit better. And I don't know why. Whatever monster did this, I get to the demo station. Someone inverted the y-axis. Oh, what are you man. doing? So immediately had to turn that off. So I don't know if that's on by default or if that demo is just messed up. But yo, like, you can make that decision. So there you go. They give you yeah, that decision. Yeah. A plus. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you can you can invert the x-axis too if you're an actual monster. What if you do both? Oh man. Like, do you even see yeah. normal colors? If you, if yeah, exactly. You <laughs> um, yeah, ukulele is a lot of fun. Uh, so I'm definitely looking forward to that now. That's I'm I'm ready for some more of that. And if cool. uh, yeah, so if, again, if you're looking forward to ukulele, it's what you want it to be. Very cool. Uh, then I was gonna try and play Rain World. Uh, but the dude in front of me, he was, there was just one person playing Rain World, so I was like, sweet, I'll be next. Uh-huh. Uh, the dude coughed into his hand. And put it on the controller. Right. And I was like, oh, man, I wish I had some, like, hand sanitizer with me. And I was like, you should have okay, had is it worth sanitizer. it? Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Then he pauses the game, hits quit. And I was like, all right, decision time. Then he clicks new game and starts the demo over again. Like, yeah. what? what? Yeah. Right? Like, <sighs> asshole. <laughs> Yeah. So I was just like, screw this. this. This is not meant to happen. I'm not, me- I'm not meant to play Rain World. Um, and maybe I just saved myself uh, getting another cold. Probably, yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, last game I played today, I played a minute of Super Bomberman R. One minute. Great. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was some four-player multiplayer, which those go by really fast. I played two rounds of that. Okay. Seems like Bomberman. Ah, that's go. good to hear. Yep. Uh, I'm a, I'm a little bummed out. People are showing that apparently to play, you can play up to eight players online, but to do that, it has to be two people per switch connected. Apparently, only four switches can connect together online. Oh, which weird. is kind of dumb. Hmm, that is a weird limitation. I I have no way of confirming or denying that. It's on Konami's switch. website. Okay, well, I would. That sounds yeah. pretty accurate then. Like, Pairing two controllers to four Nintendo Switch that are connected to the internet will allow you to have an eight-player battle. Okay. Hmm. Well, I don't, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I I put a bomb down, and then when I got blown up, you're on the outside, and you try and throw bombs to get back in. So it's you know it's Bomberman. So. I mean, I haven't played a ton of Bomberman, and I haven't played Bomberman in a long time, so I'm not the person to ask, but I thought it seemed like Bomberman, so hopefully that's good for you, John. Hope I know you're excited for it. I hope so, too. I'm a little bummed out about only four players online, but as long as that means that the internet connection's smoother than, like, Bomberman Battlefest was, I'll be happy. Yeah, again, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to talk about this because it's all local. Yeah. Uh, but this also was uh, the first time I got to use a Switch. So I actually got to use a Switch today, which is pretty cool. And feel them. Which thing? Uh, those controllers are small. Yeah. Those are so small. The buttons feel like original DS buttons. Like they're real clicky. Um, I don't like when you... <clears throat> if you're using the left Joy-Con, because we all got, you know, one Joy-Con. Mm-hmm. 
um your the buttons you get are the d-pad right yeah uh which is just kind of annoying to have to remember like wait which one's my attack is it down like i don't get a b x and y i get down left up and right Well, at this point you got to remember the layout because like there's only three different layouts between the three systems like right right yeah like uh, a b x y like right down up left yeah uh it's just i it just kind of sucks that like you don't get like a named button it's just like here's the down one but yeah i, that, I guess that's that, a mi- yeah. Mi- minor minor grievance um yeah i only i only played it for like a minute or two uh because i was like had my philip bomber man and i was getting hungry and wanted to leave the convention anyway right um but yeah, that that was my time with a uh, GDC. Um, trying to think of anything else exciting at GDC. Amazon had a real big booth. Great, not su- not surprising. Um, Zelda was not there. Also, kind of not surprising. Yeah, they had a talk Snipper about Clips Zelda was there. there though, I watched apparently. some people. Yeah, that's where the that two D Zelda picture was going around. People yep. were like, "Oh no, are they making oh, Zelda yeah, the- Maker?" No, that was from a um, early concept when they were figuring out some of the new gameplay mechanics. They just made this prototype. Word. Um, Snipper Clips was there. I watched some people who are very bad at puzzles mm-hmm. play Snipper Clips. I wanted to play it, but then I was like, I'm about to buy this in like 16 hours. Like, <laughs> I don't need to spend my time playing Snipper Clips. Uh, but yeah, so GDC. Yeah, that was, that was a cool time. Let's uh, let's go on to the news. Can I make a segue into the news for GDC talk? Sure, why not? A while back, Sean, you and I went through the nominations for the GDC awards, and that's done now. Finally, <laughs> as of this week, we made some predictions. Oh you yeah, wanna... they were happening um mm-hmm. last Wednesday. episode, right? No, no, the first. Apparently, but did, wasn't there some award thing happening while we did our show last week? That was, um, holy crap! What was that? Now there was. Was it dice or something? Yeah, probably. <laughs> that uh, probably yeah. was dice. No, that I don't remember, but it's not on our news list. So no, <laughs> last week was dice. Someone in the chat says, "All right, last mm. okay." But okay, we so you're saying the, the GDC awards happened, and we have predictions. I forgot all about this. Well, good, because we'll go. Do you want to go through them quickly? Sure. Yeah. If you have the link, go ahead. All right. Uh, I'm not going to keep score or anything. So, John, if you just want to, like, throw in whatever you think before I say the actual answer, go ahead. Best sure, audio. So I wasn't here for this, right? You weren't here for this. No. Yeah. Uh, best audio. No, no, you were. We just didn't write down your answer. There you go. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Best audio was between Battlefield 1, Thumper, Doom, Inside, Overwatch. Sean, you said Doom. I said Battlefield 1. Uh, this was for, sorry, what category was this? Best audio. This is, G- okay. this and is what, GDC. And what one, sorry? This is GDC. Uh, I'd, I'd almost say, I'm going to stick with Doom, actually, but it could have been Thumper. All right. We're all wrong. It was Inside. <laughs> so, oh. There you go. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, best debut was between Heart Machine or Heart Machine's Hyperlight Drifter, Campo Santo's Firewatch, Concerned Apes Stardew Valley, uh, Drool's Thumper, and Night School Studio Oxenfree. 
we Sean, you and I both. Yep. Okay. Sean and I both said Stardew as well. And the best debut was Firewatch for Campo Santo. So you knew that we were wrong. Uh, John, what did you discuss right now? I also guess Stardew. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think John's thinking the way we were thinking. GDC, like it has to be Stardew. But yeah. Yeah. Firewatch makes sense too, to be honest. Uh, Best design was between Overwatch, Dishonored 2, The Witness, Inside, and Doom. Sean, you said The Witness. I said Doom. Which category was this again? This is Best Design. Was this the one where we were like, what do these categories mean? Yeah. I have a side note as soon as like John makes whatever. Can you restate the list? Yeah. Overwatch, Dishonored Mm -hmm. 2, The Witness, Inside, and Doom. Witness. Yeah. So, Sean, you and I both said like different games, but then we said it's probably going to be Overwatch, though, and it was. So, oh, Overwatch okay. one. Best what did design. we say? Uh, Sean and John, you both said The Witness, and I said Doom. Um, okay. Best mobile slash handheld game. This was a weird one because they mixed in like 3DS with mobile just because. Okay. A lot of places do this. Yeah. Especially because of the mobile games that are coming out nowadays. But anyways, uh, Super Mario Run, Clash Royale, Pokemon Go, Reigns, and Pokemon Sun slash Moon. That's why it was weird. <laughs> oh, that is weird. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Here's yeah. four mobile games and then another Pokemon and game. And then a full game. Yeah. Um, Sean, you said Pokemon Go. I said I hope it's going to be Reigns because I didn't really have an opinion. Okay. So, uh, yeah. I... I'm going to say Pokemon Go, but it wouldn't surprise me if it was Sun and Moon. You're both right. It was Pokemon Go. Um, Innovation Award. So, The Witness... Oh, I remember remember being questioning this one, too. Yeah. Innovation Award. The Witness, Inside, No Man's Sky, Firewatch, Pokemon Go. Nope. That's not why I thought I remembered it, but okay. Pokemon Go. Okay. Sean, you said Inside. I said The Witness. And... It was No Man's Sky. Wow. No Man's Sky was the most innovative game last year. Probably because of their terrible marketing. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) It was was an interesting way to market yourself. Yeah. Uh, Best narrative was between The Last Guardian, Oxenfree, Uncharted 4, Inside, and Firewatch. Sean, you and I both said... (laughs) Okay. Um... You and I both said Uncharted 4, and John okay. is right. It was Firewatch. Yep. Oh, all right. Starting to, starting to read this crowd a little bit here. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, best technology was Battlefield 1, No Man's Sky, Overwatch, Doom, Uncharted 4. Uh-huh. Best technology. Okay. This was what one I think category? we were a little bit like, um, okay. <laughs> So in my in my mind, it's between Battlefield One and oh shit. What was the last game you said on the list? Uncharted Four. Unch- uh, yeah. So because you said that, I chose Battlefield One and Sean chose Uncharted Four. Oh, for fuck's so sake! We agreed. <laughs> okay. What was the answer? Uh, I mean, did you want to give it? A- I'll throw it to Uncharted Four. Yeah, you're both right. It's Uncharted Four that got best Ooh. technology. Yeah, um, I was thinking the water the water alone probably earned that. Yeah. Best visual art was between Firewatch, Last Guardian, Overwatch, um, Uncharted 4, and Inside. Sean, we both said Firewatch. Mm. 
this is the one time okay. I what was the category again? Best sure visual art. I'm actually I was gonna say Firewatch, but I think I'm actually gonna jump to Inside. You're right. It was Inside. <laughs> 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 All right. This one was another weird one. Best VR slash AR game. So okay. it was between Res Infinite, Super Hot VR, Job Simulator, the 2050 Archives, Pokemon Go, and Fantastic Contraption. That's a so weird those list. Those are all VR except Pokemon Go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is why it was a weird one again. <laughs> um, Sean, you said re- that you hoped it was Res Infinite. And I said it's probably going to be one. (laughs) And I said it's probably going to be Job Simulator because of all the people I saw talking about it. Uh, I'm going to say Pokemon Go if it's an AR game, but otherwise it was probably super hot. I'm leaning towards Pogo. I was right with Job Simulator. People Ah, loved that thing. (laughs) So there you go. Um, And the last one, of course, was Game of the Year. So GDC's Game of the Year was between Uncharted 4, Overwatch, Inside, Dishonored 2, and Firewatch. (laughs) I really want to say Firewatch, but this is the one time I'm actually probably going to stick with Uncharted 4. Okay. Uh, Sean, you and I both said Overwatch, and we were right. (laughs) Ah, yeah. There you go. You, nothing beats Overwatch. Like, what are you doing, man? I don't know. Dude, how many times did Firewatch win just then? I'm just talking, like, I feel like every place's, like, game of the year has been Overwatch. So there you go. Um, there was other, like, smaller awards, like Sound Direction and stuff like that. And dudes' names, like Pioneer Award and, like, Ambassador Award and stuff like that. We didn't go through that. So. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> cool. There you go. All right, um, probably the biggest news of the week. Oh, Pizza no. Hut announced their new pie top shoes. Yeah, what is this? <laughs> These are shoes that if you press a button on the shoe, they'll bring you a pizza. Oh, man, they're like pumps, to, but for pizza. To where you're located or just like do you have the... They're pie, they're pie tops. I'm assuming it's where you're located. I'm assuming it connects to your phone. And you have like a preset. Oh, like when I press this button, I want this to happen. They'll bring you a seven ninety nine large pizza, which is a great deal for a large pizza. I think. Oh, this the is dumb. A Bluetooth. <laughs> the tongue contains a Bluetooth button that pairs with a phone app, where you can change yep. the default order and configure button press options. The shoes actually look pretty nice too, which makes sense since they were designed by custom sneaker creators, the Shoe Surgeon. Oh man. Do you remember growing up, you would, like, pump up your shoes so that they would, like, tighten and fill with air? This is, like, the same, only for pizza, and it's going to tighten your colon, probably, and stomach (laughs) (laughs) the more you press it. There's a pretty pretty funny video, if, if you look up Pizza Hut. Yeah, I can't choose. I don't know. I, I can't mean, it's watch in the, it's in the yeah. article. This article also says this is, of course, a promotional type thing. As so, as you'd expect, they won't be widely available. The pie tops were created to celebrate Pizza Hut's first year as the official pizza of the NCAA, and to commemorate this year's March Madness basketball tournament. Only sixty-four pairs were made. Sixty-four. Okay. <laughs> Man, uh, I guess I'm not pizza, getting one. <laughs> yeah, Pizza Hut says they will not be offered for public sale, but the company tells Engadget uh, that a handful of shoes will be released to the public at some point. Amazing. Jesus. I mean, I'm just saying, like, that's the coolest guy if he's like, watch this, press the button, an hour later, pizza shows up. <laughs> you gotta wait a while, though. 
This is yeah. my, ba- my well, best trick. I mean, it's, it is delivery, so. Still, seven ninety nine for a large pizza. That's a deal. At least down here it is. I mean, I mean no, it's, it's a lot of people don't like pizza at pizza. <laughs> I like pizza at pizza, so I'm fine with that. It's, it's a, you know, two topping. I don't even know where the nearest pizza hut is around here. I can't think of the last time I've seen a pizza hut. To you? Yeah, I have no idea. You're into Are the there city even sit down pizza lot. huts anymore? Aren't they all just like pickup or delivery? Uh, a lot of them are, but we have some sit down right. ones here. Yeah, I think they've. I know my dad's really into delivery, for, into Pizza Hut, so we always just get delivery. I don't know where they come from, the, mm. you know, the Pizza Genies. So, right. Uh, there's a new Overwatch character already on the public test realm. Yep. Let's see if I can pr- pronounce this right. Orisa. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Anyway, uh, it's a giant robot. Well, not really giant. It's a it's a big robot. Yep. <clears throat> uh, I guess it, it's pretty uh, heavy on defense. It can like provide shields and stuff, and it also takes less damage when it's like with the fortify ability. Um, so that's coming. I guess kind of a side note they bo- they uh, buffed up Bastion this week, and and he was too powerful, so they took him down already after like two days. Yeah, apparently there was like an insane list of. <clears throat> what things Bastion could survive and like it was like it can completely survive uh McCree's high noon. It can completely survive all of Reaper's ult. It's like yeah, it was an I insane list. Of it. I saw a gif of someone uh using Genji's ult and slashing at it and it survived it. Yeah. Jeez. Y'all ain't ready for this Bastion game, man. <laughs> Y'all ain't ready for it. Yeah. Um so there's some Overwatch stuff happening. New character, I'm cool. Yep. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing about that. She's apparently already playable <clears throat> on the public test server. Yeah, people have already yeah. been playing as her. Yep. Um, <clears throat> in her intro video, she mentions what's the demon hand? Demon fist? Doom fist? Doom fist? Doom fist? Doom fist. She mentions Doom fist, so I guess that's I guess still coming. That and that's the character cross supposed our to Terry Crews is voicing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Let's all cross our fingers that Terry Crews actually voices that because that's amazing. I know he wants to. I read that tweet. So yeah, the Rock you. wants him to too. Who doesn't? <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so the Switch's day one update added the eShop, and we all got to find out that friend codes are still a, a thing. Yeah, that's a bummer. But apparently, they've at least said mm. that this is only temporary. In the future, you will actually just straight up be able to use the Nintendo Network ID names. Have they said that? This has been officially declared today. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't see that one. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know if I can refine the article, but they said the plan is uh, in the next little bit, you're gonna, they're going to announce it probably closer to when they start rolling out the paid service. But they said they will be adding uh, mm. integration to uh, their mobile games. So you can just, anyone on your friends list from your mobile games, you can move over. Anyone from Facebook, anyone from Twitter, and also just straight up using Nintendo Network, Network IDs. Uh, it seems like they're going to also be planning to go through social networks. Oh, you mentioned that already. Yeah, Sorry. Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I guess at the moment, though, only one person needs the friend code. So instead of both of you needing it, just the person requesting it needs yours. That, and then you that okay. alone Except. is an improvement. Yeah. Yeah, it no, is. For sure. Um, for sure. Friend codes, man. <laughs> Still. Sheesh. Yeah. Uh, I thought this isn't that interesting. I but I thought it was kind of new. Uh, instead of having the parental controls up in the system, you can just download an app for it, for the Switch, mm-hmm. and then control that way. Yep. So it's kind of interesting. That's cool. Uh, it's already March, but here's the PlayStation Plus, Plus games. Disc Jam. 
Nice. And Tearaway Unfolded, nice. our PlayStation 4. Okay. Um, I don't know much about Disc Jam. I'm assuming it's like Windjammers? Yes. Disc yeah. Jam was someone's so. attempt of making a new Windjammers before the re-release of Windjammers was announced. The, the actual remake. Tearaway Unfolded uh, I've been wanting to play Tearaway for a while, so I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah. For sure. <clears throat> uh, for PlayStation 3, Undernight Inbirth and Earth Defense Force 2025. Oh, Yo, shit. EDF. Yep. Everybody with a P- with then, a PS3 needs to get on that for sure. And then uh, for Vita, it's Lumo. I don't know what that is. That's also on PlayStation Sa- 4. Sounds familiar. I wonder if it's... Hang on. Lumo. Lumo. Oops. Lumo Vita. Uh, it says Lumo is also on Steam. This is not what a I was cl- thinking. A classic isometric really... adventure with a modern twist. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Uh, okay, and uh, Severed, which is cool. Severed's a cool game by Drunk yeah, Box Studios, for sure. That's a good list right there, actually. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to Tearaway. Uh, Xbox announced the Xbox Game Pass this last week. This is a subscription plan. This is basically what everyone wants Nintendo to do. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this is a. <laughs> This is a $10 a month monthly gaming subscription service for the Xbox One. They'll be adding and rotating out games onto it. And if you're subscribed to it, you just have access to download the games. It's not streaming like PlayStation Now, now is. Yeah. Uh, you, have, you download the game and then you can just you just play it. Yeah, this is also um, what PlayStation Now should have been, basically. Yeah. PlayStation Now, man. Holy fuck. Looking at the images provided, some of the games are Saints Row 4, the Mega Man Collection, Terraria, Mad Max, Lego Batman, Fable 3, Mad Max again? Okay, someone, sorry, this Kotaku order is weird. Um, let's, I'm just going to read this, uh, how this will affect the Games of Gold program from Xbox. Games with Gold and Xbox Game Pass are two different services, uh, service offerings with unique benefits. Games with Gold is an added benefit specific to Xbox Live Gold members that rewards players with two to four free games each month to enjoy. Xbox Game Pass is a subscription-based service that gives you unlimited access to over 100 Xbox One and Xbox 360 backwards-compatible games for Xbox One for uh, $9.99 US per month. Uh, Xbox Live Gold is not required for Xbox Game Pass. However, Xbox Live Gold is required for multiplayer titles that are part of the Xbox Game Pass catalog. I think I saw on in Canada it's going to be fourteen bucks a month. Sure, still not that's, bad, especially for yeah. hundred games. Yeah, no, that's totally fine, actually. <laughs> I mean, the the newest game on this is Mad Max. Uh, in the that picture, like they two show years there, old. Uh, Mad Max and Halo Five, but yeah, that's also old. Yeah, yeah Gears of War Ultimate, Ultimate Edition is also on here. NBA Two K Sixteen was last year. But consider this for okay. me. If I bought an Xbox One, I wouldn't even have to buy these games. I could just this, get this. Yeah, this is basically Xbox Instant Library. This is the EA's uh, thing. They're five dollars subscription, which yeah. I have. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I'm totally okay with it. Um, hopefully they, I, I'm it, to get me interested. They have to put newer games. It, it, just in my opinion, based on what they've said, who knows what it's going to be. Sure. Uh, but a lot of these games I already have played sure. or like I already have them on steam or something. Um, so it, it would just have to be newer games. Uh, 
so I guess we'll see what happens right now. I believe it's available uh, for people in um, the preview program. Okay. Uh, also, uh, here's a note. Uh, subscribers will be able to purchase the games in the catalog at a discount, 20% off. Uh, Which that's also really smart. That's fucking 10% dope. off the add-ons. Yeah. So like I yeah. said, it's they're going to be rotating out the games. So if you're downloading a game, you're like, I want to keep this. It's 20% cheaper. And the DLC is 10% cheaper. Man, uh, now if but, Sony could get like on board with what Microsoft does for like the backlogging of their games, man, that would be a good console. Like, holy shit. <laughs> but yep. PlayStation now is I'm, atrocious. I think just like good job Xbox. Yeah. Like everyone was saying Nintendo needs this, and then Xbox just came and ate their lunch. Totally. <laughs> so But if um, Nintendo did it, it would still be so like, like a thing i'd be more interested in than xbox so here's far. the yeah. thing like it with microsoft it's almost it's like they need other developers in on it nintendo themselves yeah. would just be pure profit for themselves oh for sure practically yep. yep um but who's excited to play fable 3 again someone sure is i'm sure i, I never okay. finished fable 3 i lost interest in it i never finished a fable okay i fell play in fable love 2. with fable 2 like so yeah, hard. Fable two. That's that's the one. <laughs> that's what everyone says. Fable two. It is probably is. Yeah. It yeah. it really is. Um. So I guess we'll wait to, wait to see more. I I hope they put some some newer and and big games in there. Guess we'll see. Yep. 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 Uh. Some more information about the Switch. Not all games will support TV mode. Yeah. This was um an issue I was having like. When they were talking about the Switch, that what about the touchscreen games? Yeah, they won't yeah. be available for TV mode. I, I mean, that makes sense. Like, how otherwise, how would you do the touchscreen? It does. I just don't want, like, I get it. I just don't want that to be an option, really, because I want a home console. And I know that that's not what this is. This is a tablet that you could use at home if you wanted to on your TV. I just want the thing that plugs into my TV. I don't want the tablet, like, taking shit around with me thing. So for me, well, this is bad. I, I have I, I think there's good and bad. Here's how I'm looking at it. Sure. I think it's good because I don't want developers to have to be forced to use every single like control scheme and then their game kind of turns into like a weird thing. Um, okay. There are definitely games that like if there's not going to be much 3DS anymore, if this is also going to be their handheld, I, I don't want to miss out on like a new Layton that is very touchscreen dependent. Mm. Um, mm. Or, you know, like a lackluster latent or something like that. Or, you know, I want a Leapy Agents 2. And the only way to have that, that is, like, with a touchscreen. That probably won't happen because doesn't Sync, like, isn't they own, or aren't they owned by Microsoft now? I I have no idea. Yeah, but I'm, you get my point. Is yeah. there's some, you know, there's some mobile games that they wouldn't really work on a TV very well. And I want them to keep making those ones. See, yeah, for me, I, I no don't problem. want as those as mobile as games. I want those on my phone. I don't want them on a console. Yeah, but That's not the, everyone the, cares about that. To be honest, some people don't do mobile phone mobile gaming on their phone. They they don't mind putting it on a console like that. All of Japan, well, as, as long as it doesn't the, get flooded like the Google Android Store. That's what I don't. See, that's want. what I'm saying. Is that's what I think might be the downside. Is this makes it real easy for a shitty iOS game to show up here, just like how they've been getting like shoved onto Steam mm. for like four dollars. Uh, is I don't want this to be flooded with bad ports of iOS games that I don't need on the Switch. Right. Uh, <clears throat> so we'll see. Um, 
I don't I don't mind the fact that the some won't use TV mode as long as it's not a game that's just not doing it for the sake of being like lazy essentially but, like mm. like if a game like let's say yeah. if a game that doesn't use the tablet at all like no touchscreen at all didn't want to do TV mode I'd be like why I am I'm pessimistic enough to think that's going to happen. Oh, it's going to happen. Let's <laughs> For be real. Sure. But where it's like, no, take out the kickstand. Let's play this game. And you're just like, but, but it's my TV is right there. <laughs> like I don't want to use you. <laughs> I don't know. I'll probably be fine regardless. Um, and I feel like adding in TV mode won't be that difficult. You just need to have it. It just needs to like read the. Well, TV apparently outright. the problem is like you get some people are saying you might end up developing two versions of the game, one that runs with the right the TV mode and ones that runs in handheld mode because handheld mode only does up to 720p. And then uh, supposedly like the, the chip inside the switch can support 4K, but the system itself only can do about 1080. I think Zelda is supposed to be yeah. at 900 is what I heard. 900p. 900p. Yep, you're right. We'll have to wait and see when the first one comes out. The first uh, handheld only one. Oh, uh-huh. um, we're just seeing if this one uh, already has one in there. What's this game? Voice. Portable the only game. game. Talking about the article? Rhythm game Voice is now a Japanese Switch launch title, and it requires a touchscreen to play. Oh, okay. so there already is one on the Japanese launch. Sure. Yeah, but that's a touchscreen game, so at least it makes yeah. sense there. Right. Uh, Twitch will let you buy is about to update to let you buy the game that's being played. Yeah, I like this. Makes sense, and then yep, then the streamer gets a bit of a kickback. I just like more options. The article says, "Yep, I don't, I don't like that Steam kind of has a monopoly on everybody using it. I want more options for people to buy games. I like it. I like it a lot. So that's coming. There'll be a little button there. So I guess look out for that from your favorite streamer." And apparently, uh, if partners don't opt into it, the button will still be there. They just don't get any money from it. Oh, man. So there's, yeah. there's absolutely <laughs> no point in not opting into it, basically. Yeah. Right. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Middle <laughs> Earth great. Shadow of War got announced this week. Yeah. Came out of nowhere. It really did. Yeah. yeah. I'm super stoked, um, actually. So Here's the crazy thing. Yeah. Comes out this August. That's real soon. I didn't August twenty second. <laughs> yeah, is it, like that's crazy, right? Like, I mean, I guess if it's ready to go, it has been a while. That last game came out what three years ago, three or four years ago, something like that. Yeah, at least yeah. two. <clears throat> um, Gameplay reveal I March eighth. I, I guess with with one of my game of the year predictions that I like tripled down on, where everyone was going to use oh, up the Nemesis system. Man, I guess no one is going to do it except them. Which is how did that not happen? Maybe that was too much work. It I might guess. be. Yeah. Um, it looks like you're the same character as before. Uh, there, there's really like no gameplay in the trailer they put out there. It's all CG. Another, you're forging a ring, and there's a bad guy, and there's orcs. And either way, I'm ready for some more Shadow of Mordor. I hope it's just as good. Shadow yeah. of War, here we go. I like that it's coming out in August and not like next month because, man, there's a lot of open world games right now. <laughs> so, That's true. If, yeah. if you would have told me like, yeah, and it's coming out April, I'd be like, 
oh, okay, well, that's not getting played, <laughs> I guess. I'm surprised. Well, honestly, getting announced, it like, how is this not a holiday? How is this yeah. not next year thing? Like, no, this, you're right. It seems August insanely soon. soon. So I guess they were it secretly so working soon. on it. I yep. guess so. Yeah. So Shadow of War. Uh, I'm 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 excited. Yep. And last little bit of news I had was this week they announced Snipper Clips is going to be a North America launch title as well for twenty bucks. So that's that's great. That's cool because I'm excited about that game. And I was expecting it to be ten dollars too expensive, just like everything else related to the Switch. But twenty bucks seems right. I sure. Do we not have anything on the the syncing issues with the Switch? Last week, I've I've heard not nothing about that has been fixed. Yeah, I haven't heard anything either. I oh we have have we talked about it? Period. I mean, yeah, last week. Yeah. Remember we said, what if what if you put a blanket over it? Oh, okay. Now I remember. Yeah, supposedly some people are saying the day one patch fixed it for them. Some people aren't. So there's still oh. there's some contention right now whether or not it has actually been fixed. I hadn't heard any of the it had fixed. It. I've only heard not. So, some reviewers I've heard have been like, yeah, this day one because uh, they had to actually there's firmware for the controllers as well in the patch. Mm-hmm. Yep. So just like the Xbox one. So supposedly for some people it has been fixed. Some people haven't. So I don't know what's going on with that. Right. Probably next week we'll know like more if that becomes a thing. Yeah, for so. sure. Yeah. Let's move on to questions. All right. Do that. Where the hell is my delete this question? The hell is my tab for this? All right. People want to send questions in top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, Facebook group, uh, John's fuel box, discord. Those are all great ways. Um, Here's one from James. I'm going through Yoshi's Island, uh, through John's Yoshi's Island LP again, and something he pointed out that isn't, is that it's fun, but not if you want 100% the game. Hmm. This got me thinking, what is the most fun you've had 100%ing a game where you have to go out of your way to 100%? My answer would be the classic Spyro games. Hmm. Good question, actually. I'm going to say Banjo-Kazooie. Hmm. Okay. You have to go to I had a way. lot of fun. I didn't 100% it, but I was doing quite a bit of this bonus stuff in the Ratchet and Clank reboot. Yeah, the first was, Ratchet and Clank wasn't too crazy about that, at least. So I always feel compelled for the Mario games to do that stuff and find like the secret okay. exits and stuff like that. Maybe that's just because of like childhood growing up. That was kind of like the gameplay or replayability was like finding out about getting to the secret level or whatever from your friends on the playground and going back and doing it. I'll also say Burnout Paradise because that's the only game I have 100 percented like yeah. 200 percented or whatever it was like 303 percented or whatever the final score is. Yeah. That's a good question. All right, Paul, why don't you check this next one? Yeah, Spencer wrote in and said, Sean talking about his relationship with Pokemon Go uh, of consistently returning to it despite hating it reminded me of my masochistic relationship with 100% Orange Juice. 100% Orange Juice is a game based heavily on RNG, so bullshit can screw you over and cause you a lot of pain and suffering. Despite this, I keep coming back to it and am currently somewhat addicted to the game. Are there any games you guys have had a masochistic relationship with? John, maybe you want to answer first. Do I even need to? Like all of your games? Yeah, basically. (laughs) 
I don't even need to say shit. I am just living proof of the answer to this question. <laughs> what would you say is the most masochistic that, like, game I get? Well, not the most masochistic game, but, like, the one you hold most fondly, I guess? I, in some weird reverence, I hold Kaizo in there, probably. Right. Okay. Paul? Oh. It's a game that can, like, screw you over that you keep coming back to. I don't Super know Meat that Boy. I... Yeah, you're right. I've played a lot of Super Meat Boy. But, yeah. Oh, actually, the game is Binding of Isaac. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, does that game fuck with you sometimes? So... This one's already based off my answer, but I'll, I'll give a different one. Okay, it's kind of kind of similar. Um, I love Overwatch. If I had not played Overwatch, I would I could have done so many other things with last year. <laughs> I would have had so much free time. Sure. <clears throat> yeah. So, like any roguelite, I guess. Nuclear Throne's really good about that too. Man, Nuclear Throne's a good game. People should play more of that. Yeah. Good question though. John, you got the next one? I do. Uh, the next one comes with us from VGC Kenny. He says, John, do YouTube and or Twitch partners have health insurance? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you guys do for that then? You have to go through like an insurance company. Like I have uh, Blue Cross. I have Alberta Blue Cross. Okay. You have, I mean, you have, you're lucky that you do it in Canada. That too. I'm also in Canada. But like for yeah. extended coverage, I have Alberta Blue Cross. You just have to find any like it's the same if you were self-employed. You yep. just have to find insurance. That's what it is. YouTube. I was talking to a friend. YouTube and Twitch could freelances. never offer as much insurance as Twitch partners or YouTube uh, creators would need. Yeah. Right. Um, but I know, like, I have friends who freelance, mm -hmm. and there's companies that work like specifically with freelancers. Yeah. Sure. For this kind of stuff. Yeah, so they're just insurance brokers. Like that's their job is to find people that need insurance, and then they'll sell them it, and then do all the work for them when they broke break a tooth or something. I don't know. Dead in Sky, <laughs> how was it uh, like in Calgary back when the Flames lost the Stanley Cup Finals in two thousand four? Man. Also, who's going to be the next Canadian team to win one? It's been twenty four years since it's last been in Canada. Do you guys remember? Because I yeah, have yeah, no yeah. idea. So when we were talking about this pre-show and pulling the questions, I was just like, how the fuck am I supposed to know what Canadian team is going to win? <laughs> like <laughs> like he said, it's been a long time. So I'm just going to say I hope it's not the Canucks, and I kind of don't care after that. Look, man, the Canucks already had their riot for losing to, to Tampa. <laughs> uh, Calgary has also, the best shot? I, I don't follow lost it. to Tampa. <laughs> Who has the best right, shot? Right now, none of them. Okay. All of the Canadian teams are terrible right now. You know what? I think the Toronto Maple Leafs need a bone thrown at them. I would actually love to see them do something other than lose and disappoint all their fans for once. So I'm going to say them. They're going to win the, okay. the next cup. You say Toronto? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Sorry, we were looking for a dart for Biggle. He's like flying around right now. 
Yeah, um, fair enough. I, I've I've brought up the standings right now. Let's just go to division, not the wild card. Um, okay. The highest rated Canadian team right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, unsurprisingly to me, is Montreal. Montreal's sure. usually the best team. Uh, so they have the best shot at taking it. Well, let's see how they are in overall standings. Uh, the Eastern they're, they're, Conference is rough for them, though. Like, yeah, they have some good like, teams they go against regularly. Like in in the Eastern Atlantic Conference, there's Montreal, Ottawa, Boston, Toronto, Florida, Tampa Bay, Buffalo, and Detroit. Yeah, Detroit surprisingly is the is at the end of the district. That can't be right. Oh my that, god, it is right. Holy shit. Yo, chat. What did Detroit do to like? become the worst all of a sudden when they were the best for so long <laughs> i haven't kept up so wow that's amazing um, yeah let's see here uh even though like i said montreal is currently leading in like the atlantic part of the eastern conference there's they're like eighth overall so mm-hmm. they'll be in the playoffs currently sure edmonton being in the I, playoffs is a bit of a surprise they keep they're, getting they're... the draft picks though <laughs> yeah you're right so uh, like yeah, even if they lose horribly again, they'll have like the perfect team next year because of all the fucking picks they get. So <laughs> whatever, right, man. Who do you who do you think is the worst Canadian team according to the conference? Or to the league? Uh, who do you think is the worst Canadian team currently ranked in the league? It's probably Calgary. Like legitimately, nope. it is probably nope. it's not. The Jets? Yes. Okay, that of, makes sense. Out of, out of 30 teams, they are currently... Tw- Actually, no. Ooh. Ooh, never mind. I was way off. Uh, okay. The Jets are ranked 24th out of 30. What city is the Jets? Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Okay. Uh, but Vancouver is currently 28 out of 30. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh. What is their team called? The Canucks. Vancouver? The Vancouver Canucks. Oh, the Canucks. Right, right. Uh, the Flames are almost dead center, 14 out of 30. So that Interesting. I believe still keeps them in playoff chasing. I think right now that means they're probably fighting for wild card. If I had to guess, in fact, I, just I can want, just check that by looking at the wild card. Um, I just want Toronto to win. They, yes, they deserve cur- it. I was right. The, the Flames are currently fighting for a wild card slot with St. Louis. Okay. Edmonton, bizarrely enough, currently is in a spot for it. So yeah, that's really weird. I didn't yeah. even see where Toronto was on this. All right. And do you guys remember these this 2004 stuff? Because I don't. Yes. I, I do. do. Yeah. I was out of town for the playoff run of the Flames. Oh, I was still living man. in Fort Murray at the time. So it was probably for the best I didn't see that. But Yeah. So there's a big street in Calgary called 17th Avenue. And it's the Red Mile. Yeah, we'll get to that. I'll just explain what it is for people who don't know what Calgary is. It's like a street downtown where, like, it's a normal it's like street. like where the hip stuff is. Yeah, it's a normal street. Like, they can open it up and, like, cars can drive down it. But it's, pre- like, it's pretty much a pedestrian walkway with a bunch of, like, bars and, like, little shops and shit like that. And during the playoffs, every time the Flames would play... They would spill out of the stadium and go down 17th like all the way and just like have like little peaceful riots, I guess. Sometimes they would get a little risque. I remember 
what was it, flamesgirls.com or whatever, was some dude going around with a what? camera taking pictures of the girls, like, going topless and stuff and posting them. Mm. Like, it's it was one of these, like, Sodom and Gomorrah, like, debauchery weeks <laughs> every time <laughs> shit would happen. Um, there's nothing really to say about when the Flames lost. There wasn't, like, a huge riot or anything. This is in Vancouver we're talking about here. There was just kind of, like, a lot of disappointed people and a lot of drinking. Like, I mean, because it also went seen. down to Game 7, and I believe, didn't the Flames blow their lead? Wasn't that what happened? No, there was a goal that got missed by the refs or whatever, so they didn't call it. Oh, I forgot about this. Wasn't that in Game 7, or am I thinking of the Canucks it, series? It was... Oh, shit, I don't actually remember. That, I remember this, though, because... In one because, series, yeah. this happened in a Game 7, and in another series, it was Game 6. I think it might have been the Flames Game 6 and Canucks Game yeah, 7. I think that I think that's correct. So they lost... Yeah, it was Flames Game 6 against Tampa. They lost instead of tying, which, like, theoretically... They could have gone on Come from back. there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, game yeah, six e was in Yeah, is confirming game six. Yeah. Um, that was a weird time, though, because they, like, at school, I remember them being like, wear your Flames jersey to school on game day and like all this shit. And our Calgary has never really had a great team in like my time alive in it because like the last time I they won the cup was like 85. So, <laughs> you know, I mean that era of the flames, like the 2003 era. And then like the year that was the worst, like that they were yeah. so close that year. And then the lockout happened and there was basically no cup that next year, no season. And then when yep. they came back a year later, they were like super rusty and just like did terrible. But that was also when the yeah. Flames were known for, like, not giving a shit until, like, the last half of the season. Yeah. Even though they, they're still kind of like that. I haven't really been watching them recently because it's just, like, a heartbreaker anytime I watch them. Mm. But, like, yeah, especially during that era, that team was very much a third-period team where, like, if they were going to win, it would happen at the last minute. But, like, the whole game, they would be, like, get the shit kicked out of them, basically, and let kipper have to like save every oh goal my God. which he did yeah. somehow <laughs> like that's so basically dumb. yeah the flames only existed because of kipper soft that was ridiculous that, that's it that's it yep. is, he, is he still on the team no no no, no. Kipper Soff, he's not retired um but i think he's, he's probably traded. drunk somewhere yeah okay yeah yeah the good old days all right i guess uh kipper yeah. soft. oh it never mind I'll, I'll keep looking just keep going with the questions all right paul you got this next one yep jacket k says question for the podcast nope we did that one also how has the gen 2 no we didn't wait oh you're right two sports questions in retired. a row weird Kipper indeed retired in 2013 it, okay yo i don't blame him he probably has ptsd anytime something like starts <laughs> moving towards him he's just like having to run into it i bet he doesn't drive I mean, because of it the dude was has been playing hockey forever he joined apparently in 1995 yeah that's that's almost 20 years of being a goalie that's actually insane the funny thing is is that before like that run his like his stats were terrible he was actually trashed tier. <laughs> goalie so you know he had his moment and then probably just tries to get in the way of everything now 
because that's all he knows. That's all he knows how to do. Jacket wrote in, said, question for the podcast. Do any of you guys follow sports besides hockey? If not, are there any sport ball memories you have from high school? No high school memories. Um, yeah, I no only, like, sometimes I'll watch, like, the, the NBA playoffs. That's about it. Usually, like, even hockey, I'll usually follow, like, a week or two before playoffs. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Curling's really fun to watch, but, like, I won't put it on. You're the oldest man. No, like, he's right. Curling is bizarrely (laughs) interesting to watch. Like, you're also, you're the two oldest men. Reese and I used to go to, like, a diner when she used to fly up and visit, and then we would just be like, curling's on TV. Let's watch curling. Yo, this this is is not bad. You never put it on yourself, but, like, when you go to, like... A diner or something? My dad does. He's an old man. Yeah, no, we wouldn't turn it on TV, but if we went somewhere and saw it, we'd watch. Totally. For sure. Yeah, yeah. The only sports I really watch is, like, the Olympics when they're on. Sure. I don't really follow any sports. Mm -hmm. I played sports in high school. I ran track, and I played badminton. Yeah, okay. Uh, His second question Mm -hmm. is, how is the Gen 2 update for Pokemon... Go caught your interest, and if you've played it, how is it? I swear the servers got better after the day one hype train, which makes sense, by the way. And it only took him a couple uh, hours, from what I heard, to actually get the servers back to how they were. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, I I turn it on maybe once every couple days to see if something's around me while walking to work. That's about it. If I'm going around anywhere, I'll turn it on. I'll I'll bring it with me to packs because I actually these are actually findable in the wild again now. The Pokemon Go Pluses. So I'm gonna oh, try. Oh, you have one? Yeah. Nice. I, I went to EB to like pay off my Switch pre-order, and they had just a stack of them there. They're just like, yeah, no, you can just find them now. Nice. Okay. So, I mean, are you playing that game enough to actually want to wear a Pokemon bracelet? Well, that's what this con's going to be a test of. Okay. Yeah. And I don't have to wear it as a bracelet. I can just either clip it to my belt, clip it to my jacket, yes, or hide yeah. it, or whatever. Right. Just a Bluetooth dongle. Yep. All right. Yeah, this last one, John. Last one comes us from Dead in Sky, who says, "Have you ever thought about doing a TDP podcast live as a panel?" Nope. Nope. Yeah, we're like we're we're not big enough for that. So <laughs> and like Sean tell, tell also lives in another country, which also complicates it. Yep. I mean, I'm just saying like, we could we could all go to a convention. I mean, That's Calgary. True. You could just like visit during the Calgary Expo. And the Calgary Expo. That's like I'd rather go one. to like a better convention. Yeah, but I'm not traveling to just do a panel where we talk about video games. <laughs> no, no, that's totally fine. But I'm just saying, like, if we were all at like PAX one year, or okay. Something. But also, sure. we're not big enough to have a panel. Yeah, so. let's just let's just do no. PAX. Let's let's just do that. <laughs> let's yeah, just let's ca- get a panel. Let's just PAX. call up Mister PAX and be like, "Yo, we're doing the TDP panel." All right. Yo, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry. I need, PAX. I need a room. Yeah. Yeah, I need a yep. room. Tell, tell your friends about the show. Yeah. I need panel. a room and flight accommodations. <laughs> See where that gets us. What's your guy? Oh, uh, people want to send in questions next week. It's top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, Discord, Facebook group. Yep. John's P.O. Box. What's your guys' games of the week? Horizon, hands down. Tailspin. It's really funny to hear. I love uh, it. I was really fighting that one. I, I was just really loved, fighting that one. I just love once, hearing man, Tailspin. Man, once River City Ransom Underground patches some stuff out, and that's that's it. It's gone. It's good. But okay. right now... I will give it to... Oh, no, that was it. Sorry, that was go it. ahead. I was just stopping it right now. Okay. 
I will give it to uh, Robo Recall. That was such a fun delight. Cool, man. All right, we'll be back next week with some of us will be back next week where we're going to talk about the Switch. I'm excited. Yeah, I will not be there. I will be at PAX getting ready to run Throne Controllers on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Do you need to, do you want to plug some stuff? Throne Controllers Saturday, I believe it's is it 7.30 or 8.30 uh, in the Albatross Theater. Nice. Uh, it cool. may also be live streamed. We are waiting to find out on that one. We have to wait for them to release the PAX streaming schedule before we know for sure. Okay. Cool. Cool. Bye, everyone. Bye.